Hello, and welcome to episode two of the Everyday MTB Hot Laps podcast. I'm your host, Matt Stenson, and in this podcast, we take a look at the latest happenings in the mountain biking world from EverydayMTB.com. As always, if you're looking for more in-depth articles, be sure to head over to EverydayMTB.com. Also, we are now listed on major podcast players and feeds, so feel free to subscribe at this point on iTunes, Google Play Music, all those types of services. All right, let's get started. All right, before we dive into the news, I want to offer a quick PSA to everyone. Uh, I was out riding this last week, and I was dropping into a trail where it kind of starts up on a little bit of a plateau, and you can either kind of do a little wiggle and go around a rock and then drop down uh, into the trail itself, uh, down maybe, I don't know, four or five feet. You kind of go down a steep roll. Um, and you have to kind of do this wiggle beforehand, and you have to slow down for that. Or you can hop the rock and then go down the drop and drop into the trail. Well, I uh, was just out for a lunchtime ride, super chill, uh, hadn't even put on riding clothes, and I just hopped that rock, and on the other side, I caught a rut that was hidden behind the uh, the back end of that rock, and uh, totally went OTB hit hard on my right side, and uh, what I did that was not smart was I was riding with my keys in my front right pocket, and so for several days after after that ride, I had pretty severe bruising on my muscles on my, uh, on my right side of my leg, and so just a PSA, when you're riding, take the stuff out of your pockets. It's a good plan, and uh, you can avoid some, could have been much worse, obviously, with keys poking things that you don't want to be poked, uh, but at any rate, keep those keys out of your pockets and uh, have a safer ride. All right, so first off this week, we have a new bike from Norco, the Norco Shore, and this is uh, really unlike most any bike I've seen from other brands, it's got some really unique features on it. Uh, first off, it has a high pivot um, with a idler pulley for the suspension setup. It is a horse link suspension, and uh, this is a long travel bike. It's going to be a 180 millimeters in the back with, I believe, 100, 180 up front as well. Um, I think they also make a version that's 190 millimeters in the back. So we're really talking kind of downhill bike. Uh, type range, but this bike is designed as a not as a race machine, but as a free ride bike. But it's using that um, that high pivot in the back, uh, like many downhill bikes have seen success with, uh, such as the uh, commensal downhill bikes. So the idea with a high pivot and the idler pulley is that it moves the um, the axle path of your real rear wheel moving. Um, so that your wheel moves back and up. And the idea is that the wheel should move out of the way in that, in that direction um, in order to allow you to uh, keep speed better and the rear wheel will tend to hang up on things less. So that's kind of the general idea behind it. And then the idler pulley is added because when you 
Um, when you move the pivot up like that, uh, you then run into a problem with, uh, I believe it's called pedal kickback, um, where the pedaling forces will affect the suspension negatively. And so the idler pulley um, neutralizes that. And so it should be, in theory, a really, really nice uh, rear suspension setup. There's a few brands that are using this. I mentioned Commensal on their downhill bikes. Um, there's a, another small brand that is using this on more of a trail bike, but this is a free ride bike. And so it's uh, got some other unique features. It only comes in aluminum. Uh, so Norco is touting that they are designing this bike not for racing, but for being extremely durable for people that really want to ride hard. Um, so I'm guessing they're intending that a lot of these bikes will see a lot of park days um, or shuttle runs. That type of thing is what they're intending the bike for. I think it's going to come out being a relatively uh, heavy bike, heavier than probably your standard like enduro bikes, but also potentially uh, more capable. It's a 27.5 bike. Uh, only as well, and they uh, they do not recommend mulleting it either. Um, they say that's going to mess up the geometry too much. So uh, they're really kind of intending this, yeah, not as a race machine, but as a true free ride machine. So the Norco Shore definitely looks super interesting. Uh, it the pricing seems relatively reasonable for being a very uh, very unique bike. Um, I I could see that they would have maybe done a limited run of this and charged a premium for it but instead they have made it um you know really attainable uh so the models come in um the base model is let's see here yeah the base model is uh 36.99 uh us so that's really reasonable and it comes you know with with really nice components on it uh, has a um, they're using the new 38 millimeter stanchion forks uh, from RockShox on that base model, um, along with a uh, super deluxe coil shock on the back, and so uh, they they've really outfitted it nicely, and it looks like a really good value if that's the kind of bike you're looking for. The geometry on it also looks to be uh, very progressive and kind of, you know, outside of the uh, kind of the safe norms. So they're looking at a seat tube angle, uh, effective seat tube angle of between 77 and 78 degrees. Uh, actually, depends on the sizing there. Um, and then the head tube angle is also uh, very slack out at 63 degrees. So it's definitely a bike designed for pointing downhill. Um, it'll be interesting to see as people start using these bikes how well they pedal, um, if people uh, figure out how to lighten them up at all, or if most of the weights that are coming in reported, I've seen reports of weights around you know, 38 pounds or so, um, if that's really just coming from the frame, or if uh, people are going to hang some little bit lighter components on it and kind of make it more of a pedalable machine. Uh, we'll have to see what people do with it. So at any rate, I'd like to congratulate uh, Norco just on uh, trying something different. I think more brake bands need to do something different. Uh, it seems like we're maybe reaching a bit of a plateau, and uh, bike brands need to start branching out and trying new things. And it's neat to see Norco uh, bringing back a category kind of and trying something new with some modern geometry, and uh, we'll see if it's successful. 
All right, next up, so transitioning to another uh, bike park-related news item, uh, 100% has introduced new versions of all of their goggles. Um, they have increased the uh, vertical field of vision on them and um, added some new features to them. They look really nice. I have ridden with the, the 100% Stratus before, um, and I like them. And so if you're in the market for some new goggles, maybe check out the new new versions that they have out of uh, their entire goggle line. And then finally, on the more downhill-oriented side of things again, the uh, UCI had some World Cups this last week. Uh, if you haven't checked them out yet, they are available on redbull.com. Uh, uh, there was some really great racing, so go check it out if you are uh, maybe dealing with some bad fall weather and you need something to get you a little stoked on riding. Um, check out the latest racing over at RedBull.com. Um, some really good races there. All right, and then finally there is news out of the Forest Service that they are going to be drafting new rules regarding the use of e-bikes on Forest Service land, uh, which for some mountain biking areas has a great impact. So that is something I'm going to be investigating more, and I'll probably write up an article about it. Um, it's a very complicated topic, and I uh, want to get it right. So I won't offer a whole lot more comment here. I'll try to link in the uh, chapter of this podcast to uh, what the Forest Service new uh, directives are. Uh, overall, though, um, it the direction of the Forest Service currently is a bit concerning in the way that they are talking in general about uh, users of Forest Service land being customers and serving customers, which I think is something that our government needs to consider is how it's addressing our natural resources, uh, not just as a commodity to kind of be handed out by the government, but something to be preserved and protected as well. And I, I think we need to be careful as mountain bikers that we don't uh, applaud things that may give us some short-term gains but uh, have deep long-term consequences that might be negative for the forests and mountains and deserts that we love to ride in. All right, and then one final note. We have a new review up on everydaymtb.com of some Michelin tires. Uh, to say the least, it was an interesting experience riding those tires. So be sure to check that out. Uh, and until next week, have a great day.